It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Kyle Krabs here, host of Locked On NFL Scouting. Join Joe Marino and me every day as we provide position-by-position analysis of the upcoming NFL Draft. Check out the Locked On NFL Scouting podcast with the Draft Dudes on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. Yeah, DeQuil, thanks. Always fun. See you later. Uh, The hope is that, you know, he'll hear some of these. DeQuil's not the only one that's that's saying this about you. Yeah, sure. He's saying it firmly and 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 definitely. He's got to know it. I mean, this is the year for him, right? Yeah. Like, oh, and and he seems like a him. smart guy that wants to be the right. best player he can be. He's got a great Hopefully coach spend, now. Yeah, and, spend the offseason you know. in the lab. Look, at, I'm, I'm, I was fascinated by that. I don't know what your thought was on that, but DeQuell said it's great to look at opponent, uh, uh, look at video from your other opponents, but he also found great success once he started looking at tape of himself. How does that help a player? Well, you know, when you start watching your, your, yourself, like it, it's called self-scouting. You, it's, it's good to scout the guys you have on your team because then if you know what you need to work on, you know where opponents are going to attack you. Because they bit. see the same thing. They see the same thing. I had something. Um, this is really, I've been doing this, this, this long piece on Jim Schwartz, and I've been, you know, cl- you know combing through these tapes. And another tidbit that I found uh, in, in his, this seminar, he was talking to coaches about, um, landmarks and he was saying what we want to do when we got our guys in our rushes or when we talk about lanes or even stopping a run he said what we used to do is we used to always tell people always found that our players played better if they were two to three yards behind the line of scrimmage or two to three yards back from the line he said because it gives them a little bit of, of, of breathing room and they can diagnose it better he said you know we used to either put uh, in Dominic and Sue and some of our big tackles like Hainsworth, we used to stand them up and say, get a head start. Two, three, our head start on them. And that, the offensive linemen, he, they would be like. They're not used to that. They're not used to, to guys just, he said, you get a 290-pound man three yards back, and now you just tell them to hit the whole running. Now, even if they're running zone blocking, you see it coming. Wow. You're not close to the ball. Now he's knocking a guy off. And when he was talking, I just I just thought about the situation with JOK. Um, JOK would be served better if he was even at a safety depth. If you started if you started JOK and he was almost as a safety, and you would put uh, uh, Anthony Walker up there, or maybe Taki Taki up there, and you move JOK a little bit behind those linebackers, what it does it gives you a little more time to read and, and diagnose better vision, too. better vision. And then he can he can use his athleticism to beat people to, to a there. point rather than get caught in the middle. And when Jim Schwartz was saying he was doing that with defensive ends, I, I would love to see him do that with JOK because you got to think about it. The linemen, are, you talk about the Baker and quarterbacks not being able to see over the line. So you got the defensive line there, 6'5". Then you got the offensive line. And then you got small running backs that are running through them. And JOK is not 6'2". He's a smaller guy. He's a six-foot you know, 200 pound guy, it gives him an advantage being back further. And now a guard, if they want to block him or a tackle, get to the next level, he's five, six, seven yards away running yeah. laterally. But G, I, let's get, to, I want to go back to the other linebacker because I don't think you owed an apology. I think you were right. Anthony Walker is better than what the Browns had before Anthony Walker. And it's fine that they resigned him because outside of Bobby Wagner, who time has told us doesn't want to come here. There was nobody better in free agency. However, the reality is that he is a jack. I mean, see, now he's, 
the one thing that he does well is his teammates like him and he is the leader of that group mm -hmm. and it did hurt them when he went out. Mm -hmm. But as the a whole tent came down when he got hurt. But yes, the, the reality the is if he wasn't a Jag, he wouldn't have signed three straight one year, but, two million but, dollar contract. Hey, listen, but here's so the thing. So he's a Jag, but sometimes but he's our Jag and he's better than some better to be a Jag yeah, than a scrub. There it is. That sometimes, <laughs> you know, when you hey, hey guys know your worth. Sometimes I see people and, and guys that that's a five. They be treating a woman like they're a jack. She's just a girl. No, no, no. You're batting over your league. You don't know you should be getting twos and threes. Yeah. <laughs> you got a solid six. You better love that solid six. You better love that jag. And that's how he is down right here. Dude, there were guys that cheated on Pamela Anderson. Crazy. Pamela Anderson. And now they will never be known. Yeah. That guy, put it back up there. Shout out to him, by the way. Yeah, I'll, how did you reach out to him? You said you called him? I think you No, nah, I, I was just joking. But, <laughs> oh, I, but, I, but, I, but, I, but I did tweet him. He, what did you tweet at? I told him, I said, listen, man. Hey, let's go back to the beginning. How did this start? You called him just a guy. Jack. No, no it, it was worse than that. I you said, called him Captain Planet. I called him yeah. Captain Planet. Yeah. That was funny, though. You're not going to get people on the ground <laughs> just by looking at him and wanting <laughs> to throw them on the ground. Like, no, you can't. And so it was funny. And then I went on, on Twitter. I was like, listen, at the end of the day, he's a guy. I like him, but we need to upgrade at linebacker. He came back and he just smiled. He didn't say nothing crazy, right? So when he got signed again, I was like, I ain't even gonna lie. When you was out there looking at uh, looking at Washington, you got nervous. I was nervous as hell because <laughs> what I started doing was looking around. I said, Hold on now, we got JOK. He got a torn ACL. They got a torn pec muscle in Phillips. My man DeQuell Jackson said JOK should get cut, and now I'm looking at Re Reggie Ragland and, and Deion Jones. I said, Oh no, I'm sorry. I will apologize for the people. <laughs> mm -hmm. That was on me. Come on back. Don't even worry about that big dog. Listen, you put it on me because I'm looking around. He's the best. He's the best thing on the market. Now they still need another linebacker, but is he just a guy? Maybe, but, but he's, he's, he's I like our guy. You said it. He's yeah. our guy. He's, he's our, our guy. guy. He's our Jack. <laughs> and I'll, I'll say this. He's a, he's a solid player and a good leader and a good teammate. So yes. it's, it's good that they brought him back, but I will say I love that he uh, subtweeted you because it shows how the profile of you individually and the show as a whole has gone a long, come a long way in a year. Yeah, I would like to think he wouldn't have responded to, like, Tim from Parma. No, he definitely would <laughs> with not. With 77 followers. No. Oh, and there was a lot of people that said, oh, I'm waiting for the response, Gene. You better be humble. I said, listen, I've always told y'all, if you get new information, ain't nothing wrong. We're going back and be like, yeah, I need to revise that answer. <laughs> I just did it with Hunter Renfro this week. Yeah, look, yeah, look, look, it's called growth, people. Yeah, and we want to win. I actually love the fact that he subtweeted us. It's, Not it's just awesome. For, like the exposure, because a lot of people didn't pick up on the just a guy hashtag. They, right. They, they I didn't like know that he used that. And love his it. Pre, his last tweet before that was the quote tweet of the show clip when G called him just a guy, and people asked me, they were like, "Why are you getting subtweeted? It's not a good clip." Well. I like when players have interactions with us, with other fans, and media, especially yeah. in the offseason, because A, it makes it more personal, and B, when he quote tweeted G's initial rant, or calling him just a guy, Captain Planet, he didn't take a shot at G. He just said, haha, okay, let's Yeah, like, let's didn't wait. he have the eyes emoji? Yeah, like, yeah eyes you. emoji. He I handled it very professionally. I thought and he guess did what? Too. If you're going to give it or take it from G in that sense, Give it right back with hashtag just a guy. Get, it was what, awesome. What are the chances we get Anthony Walker on the show? That would be good. That would be awesome. Jason. But you know Anthony better than we do. I think from the Brown standpoint, slim to none. <laughs> yeah. But I, you know, it's it's it's, it's sad to me. Probably. Oh, yeah, Jason. Get, Jason just knows everything in the ivory tower. We just look at him. Well, we know how they operate. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they don't like they are a sensitive fire. bunch. But here's the thing, and this is why this is why I love this particular. I don't want to call it translation, translation, but communication. 
That's why I love it. Nobody, nobody took shots. Nobody offended anybody. Nobody said you're an idiot. Mm-mm. Nobody said, you know, I'm blocking you. You made a point. He voiced in a very, I thought, <laughs> gentlemanly way that I see you. He's he really didn't even dude. really say he disagrees with you. No, like, I see you. Yeah. He just said, and I'm going to work hard. I'm gonna, listen, prove me. Listen, I love the fact that he came back like, yo, because any player got this. Any player is going to be om- omnisciently more impactful than anything I say. Because what counts on that field, like I said, I'm a, I'm a, I, I am a guest in the house, right? One day, we will all be gone. There'll be four new people talking about the guys on the field. But what you do in the field lasts forever. It is immortal. The people that play are the show. That's it. So, hey, he could have went off and went crazy. But at the end of the day, he realizes what he does in between that field speaks more volumes than anything somebody can say. And if he balls out, I'll be right there being like Gee, Anthony Walker. You're doing close in your point. Let's be honest. Get the camera on me here. I am way more immortal than Anthony. Anthony Walker will ever be. He is a mediocre football player. I am the greatest sports talk show host in the history of Cleveland. So let's not have around. Okay. Now, we got Tyvis Powell. Yeah, Ty- Tyvis has jumped into his body today. One thing, McNuggets, can we send Anthony Walker uh, a, fruit a, a photo? No. A photo a of basket. G with the hashtag JAG on the bottom and ask him to please mount this in your locker for your everyday motivational photo. With a fruit basket, if you yeah. want. I don't even know how to respond to that. <laughs> you know. Respectfully. Yeah. Let him remember you. And, you know, look, maybe I you motivate him to work a little harder. Hey, I think he's going to have a good year this year. <laughs> we'll be back. we back. All right. Speaking of songs, real quick, I, this is completely out of left field. But uh, the ESP, you know the ESPN uh, video they did with the song Dream On from Aerosmith yes. at the end of the century? Yeah. Every time I watch that, it makes me cry. I am bull. I bull tears. Wow! Every really? time I watch that, I don't know. I think it has something to do with what else makes you cry. I can't imagine there's anything else. That very does. few things that make yeah. me cry. Did you cry at Rocky at the end? Uh, no. Really? The only movie I that was moving. That final at the scene? end of the first Rocky. Yeah, at the end didn't make me cry, and yeah. I love Rocky. Uh, Brian's song. Nope. The oh. only movie that I could think of that ever made me cry. There you go. The only movie that ever makes me cry is um, Forrest Gump when. When Jenny dies. If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Mm. Spoiler alert, bro. Are you serious? Bro, the movie's like 30 30 years years old. old. (laughs) Are you serious? No, I've seen it. I'm just messing around. When she finally gets the girl. Yeah. Finally. Yeah. And then she dies. That, AIDS, I, right? that kills me. But those are the two things that make me cry every time. That movie and the I think the video. You just revealed your kryptonite. Yeah. You just w- revealed your I weakness. just watched it again, the Dream On video the, with all the highlights. It is pretty. It's and so I, well done. I think some of it is I think of my dad and being dead and like our relationship was not good when I was an adult. And it's just like, yeah. I don't know. I think that's some of it. But every time. Interesting. Interesting. Whew, interesting. Waterworks. 
All right, uh, let, let, let's discuss this, because uh, I think we're done with the Anthony Walker tweet, right? Yes. We are, but first, it is officially 12 o'clock, which means I need oh, yeah. to remind everybody right. that the 12 o'clock lunch hour of the Ultimate Cleveland Sports Show is brought to us by Colleg Racing. Colleg Racing, the official NASCAR team of Northeast Ohio. And two Super Chats real quick, and I want to shout out Cody Clark, who just re-upped his membership. Wow, thank you, Cody. Also gifted Appreciate five Cody. people memberships. He says, regardless of the hate in the chat sometimes, UCSS crew goaded for making this concept a reality. This brings strong interaction and appreciation with fans. Love Thank ya. you very much. B-Dog21 says, hey, guys, don't forget that JOK lost his brother before the season began, right? That's we a fact. What effect yep. that can have That's on his point. play. That's a very yeah. good point. Very it's good Very point. good points. I uh, forgot about that, too. Yeah, it is, it is absolutely valid, and we should at least consider that every time we do talk about JOK, you know, it's the statement loss. that you hear all the time. You never know what someone's going through. Yep. It's a big fact. Yep. And if you're not a member yep. of the Ultimate Cleveland Sports Show, by the way, shout out to Cody Clark for gifting those five memberships. You can Man, join on big. your own. That's big. For a buck ninety-nine a month, that is your starter seat membership. It gets you loyalty badges, custom emojis, and community-only posts. For four ninety-nine a month, that is less than 60 bucks a year. You get all the same starter tier perks, plus overtime videos, member shout-outs, and discount codes for merch. Plus, you can text with us on select games. You'd be part of a... Select group chain on Haymarket. A lot of fun, worth your money. If you're not, check it out. Quick question. Uh, by the way, the free option is available too. Make sure you subscribe and hit that like button. I got a question, Jay. So say, for instance, Matt Colling Racing, right? Yeah. By the way, I'll be wearing my hat. People just be getting freaked out. They're like, oh, my goodness. I didn't know. How do you know those people? <laughs> I was like, ha-ha. You would you like move. to know, right? That's how I move. Now, if, if the car gets messed up, do, I, do he have to pay for that or? Yeah, every he pays for everything. Yeah. So hold on, hold now, on. Now sponsors do too, no, but he's I, the owner of the team. I mean, so like, so I like, I go into the wall. Bow. Yep. You think that? What do you think? The driver has to pay for it? I, I no. Geico. Yeah, yeah. I, I, no, for real. State Farm. Hello, State Farm. I was, I was just going to say, Liberty, sh- Liberty, was, Liberty, Liberty, Liberty. It'd be a great commercial yo, for Mayhem. Yo, yeah, right? you yeah. got, y'all making fun. I was going to say that. They're serious. I no. thought, like, you get insurance. So I, don't, I, like, I don't want to speak out of terms because I don't really truly know the answer to that. They may cover, they may have to have insurance on their investments. Yeah, I, like, I would think that they do, but... Uh, can you imagine being Geico and you're taking that call? <laughs> yeah, uh, hi, this is AJ Allmendinger. Yeah. Like to uh, insure my my uh, my two uh, my two cars. No, but- How many miles a day do you drive? Well, some days I drive 500, yeah. some days I drive 400, but, but I, I drive like- 200 miles an hour. I'm hey, Jerry, like- it's Allmendinger have- again. We have a NASCAR expert on the show who has the uh, answer to this. Earl, tell up? me. Uh, Jay, so every team does have insurance, but yeah, you. you're right. The owner is ultimately responsible for the cost. The insurance and must this be is very exactly expensive. why yeah. drivers get replaced often for crashing cars. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's, it's just like getting dropped by someone mm. told me it's like when you get dropped Mind by insurance blown. company. Right. That's what, well, yeah, yeah. Mind you, blown. Want a, you want a driver that can give you a chance to win. Yeah, but if your driver is constantly pushing the envelope and wrecking his car. You're going to drop so him because he's a liability. It's like he's hitting, not winning. It's yeah. like hitting 220 and striking out 20 times yeah, and 25 bats. You're I, cut. I, I mean, you keep hitting the wall, you're I, cut. I'm all in, though. You, you, you can't. No, no like, you're all out. You're all out. You crashed too much. See, now, 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 the reason I say the owner is because, so essentially, there's a big pot. Yeah, yeah. And you, uh, there's a lot of money coming in. If, you, if you've got 50 sponsors on your car. Right, right. And just a little sticker like this can cost six figures. But if you have, if the, your car is covered with them, that obviously goes into the race okay. to, to general fund. Right, right. But any shortfall, and there is shortfall, is made up by the stroke of a pen, wow. from Matt Colley. By the way, you mentioned the mayhem commercials. Yeah, those did are great. you know 
the actor in the commercials does the mayhem guy. Who's great. He's great. He was one of the main characters in one of the first premium TV shows, Oz. You remember Oz? I didn't know that. Oz, yes. I remember the show, but I, I yep. didn't know that he was in it. Yeah, yes, Oz. he was like the lone, he was kind of a lone wolf. His brother was like yep. handicapped or something. Yep. He's really good in those spots. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's really yeah. Good. He was also, he's also been in Law and Order over the years as like huh. an yeah. ancillary detective. Yeah. You HBO? know that those guys that have those recurring roles in spots, like the girl from the Verizon ads. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The yeah. woman from the Toyota Well, J.K. Simmons, who's become a big actor in movies. Yeah. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah. I do. was yeah. also I do. in Oz. Yeah. He does M&Ms. Yes. He does I've seen, one I, of yeah. those insurance commercials. They, does, they make ridiculous money yeah, yeah. on those recurring ads. Yes, sure. Like like really big money. They're living like kings. So how come how come if they take UCSF, we don't get no syndication? How many seasons Go. we got to make it? 100 episodes. <laughs> 100 episodes we get We're syndication? There. We've done way over 100 episodes. Look, yeah, 200. Hey, yeah. hey, almost at the one year. Hey, negotiate that for us, McNuggets. If y'all get rid of us after 500 episodes, we get syndication yeah. on all YouTube ads running. Sense. Uh, yes. Where do we want to go? What do the conference no. meter? No, okay. It's a little early for that, but confidence meter on what? Yeah, well, we were going to do the confidence meter on the Browns linebacking core. We nah. really haven't gone into that. You know, but, let's go into Guardians. Let's talk a little yeah, Guardians. Let's do it. Yeah. I'm, I'm, we, we've done Anthony Walker. We love arm. Anthony Walker. We will try to get Anthony Walker on the show. I and think tell him it'll be, be a, friendly yeah. fire. Like we're not going to beat him up when he comes in here. We, we love nobody, Anthony. Nobody Walker. Did, hates him. But, you know, nobody you always want to upgrade. It, it will be. It will be the best. It will be the best interview he's ever done. Yeah. And you know what? I think we'll easy. It, it'll be a great example for how positive discourse can take place on the internet. Of course. You don't have to scream, yell, and say that I wish you were dead and, and go cancel your account. I mean, you can do that occasionally. Well, you can. But you don't have to do it. You, you should keep it to the minimum times. You know. How many times have you done that? Not very often. Okay. <laughs> 83, um, yeah, let's, let's do the Indians Guardians because I love this. We did this previously. It was fun. Yeah, with the pitching staff. Now mm-hmm, we're going to do mm-hmm. it. So, and before it, we go on, let me let me tell ahead. everyone what's coming next. We'll okay. do our outfield next, and yes. then the day before, first game of the season, not the home opener, but the actual first game season, of the season opener. We're going to create our ultimate Guardians lineup. So we're going to take everyone we picked, and actually, I need a leadoff hitter, a two, a three, a four, a five. Yeah, because there are a lot of the same You're guys. You're winning a that World Series I mean, with that lineup. In, in reality, the infield was. Pretty easy. I mean, there's a there was no more. I answered in three seconds. I did yeah. too. But I, I like what you guys did with the secondary exercise to this question. So first of all, yeah. let's tell you what we're gonna do. It's the all infield in the Indians Guardians progressive field Jacobs field. Right. Era. There was no debate so at first back and third. At first um, and third, there was no debate. I didn't think there was. I no. mean, she thought Buddy Bell should be the third baseman, but other than that, yeah. <laughs> Buddy Bell. Buddy yeah. Bell. So, so here, here's what it is. So <laughs> my card drove uh, it first. It was it was pretty easy, but I like that you guys said be prepared to give your second pick. Well, at I every think position. there's two choices to me: a catcher, second, and short. I think it's debatable at those three spots. I I have two at catcher. Yes, that's so right. Yeah, so two. here's how we went down. We went posi- instead of giving everyone their individual lineup, we're going to go position by position. So that's let's yeah. start with catchers it. here. You can take tag board full. Three Remember, of us. Remember, this is since since uh, progressive field era only. Yeah. Except for G. Bush's third base I, pick, I'm which we put in. I'm surprised I'm the right. only one that so got So it's about this right. 30 years. Uh, it's close between. This the two. is the closest one by. I, I was. Oh, I yeah. thought about Victor Martinez. But Sandy had more All-Star seasons with the Guardians, ultimately, or the Indians. No, the the edge yes. for the edge for me was defensively. Sandy was yeah. superior, well, far and, superior, and that's where I struggled because he was a terrific, terrific defensive catcher. Uh, I don't remember Martinez being a liability 
defensively. He wasn't very he good was at the He was middle of the game. road to me. He wasn't very good. He didn't stand out as a guy, you know, like guys ran on him. Yeah. Um, he, he did have issues. Sandy, for me, was he's the bar, yeah. you know, like the Salvi Perez. But I will say this, uh, and I had to go back and look because my I, I first, that was the one I struggled with the most. I ultimately won with Sandy. And then I asked myself, are you going with Sandy because he would win a popularity contest? Oh, which clearly he would. Yeah, he he was at that team. I, I had to go back. I said Sandy to me was the face of the Guardian or Indians. Really? Yeah, Even but more to, than Bell, like Ramirez, no, because he was. He, he, he was like, he was the guy that if you did an interview, yeah. he's, he was like the most popular dude. But what's yeah, he the was, argument for Victor? Uh, Sandy was way more of an all-star. So in, here's the argument for yeah. Victor. He was here last. He did not play as many seasons. I remember Sandy right. being here more than a decade. Victor made the all-star team three times. Right, which is great. Sandy made it six times. Well, he was he was here longer. So you Sandy was penalize him for that? No, I mean, I'm, I'm going for so for yeah. uh, home Victor, runs. Victor is superior offensively. Offensively, far and away better, and and yes. that's why Jeez, I'm going this way. Now I understand that when you're a catcher, you got to consider both, and that's why, and that is, and that's why I struggled so much, Jason, because Sandy was a better defensive catcher by about the same margin in my mind that Victor was better offensively. Yeah, and Victor was I, I think Victor was kind of one of those guys who fell through the cracks. Like when, when you ask players or fans to name the stars of those eras, they always leave Victor out, and it always drives me nuts. At full, full disclosure, Mikey texted me this morning and said, hey, can you argue Victor? Because I had Sandy originally. Oh, you did. And I said, yeah, I can argue Victor because it's really, really close. And then you changed or you went to Sandy. I did. Or you went to Victor. I went to Victor. And so Mike texted me and said, you can do whatever you want. I said, then put me back to Sandy because the way he can handle the pitching staff. Yeah. Because how good he was defensively behind the plate. I think yeah. I went with Sandy. And I was debating the two. Yeah. But I went with Sandy because I thought Sandy was closer. Remember it. It's not their career stats. It's only with the with the Indians. Yeah. I, Victor Martinez played two less years, or I think two and Three. a half less years. He was he, here like eight or eight nine years. years. Victor was I here like was eight years. Sandy was here. 11. Maybe he got traded halfway. Yeah, I think he did get traded halfway. So through. I think it's two and a half years difference. <laughs> yeah. So that's Vic, negligible. Sandy didn't hit. Victor Martinez didn't hit many more home runs as an Indian than Sandy. They're well, pretty he, close. Yeah, it was there. fairly close, but he did it in two and a half fewer. Seasons. I hear you, but in the end, Sandy made six All Star games, and to me, Victor was a bad catcher. I don't think he was middle of the road. I think he was bad. You I, also which have is to why he at, got moved to DH. He and was Sandy was an elite catcher. You have to look at the other catchers in the American League while Sandy was making his run. Yeah, he, he was the guy. He was clearly the guy. Right. When Victor was playing, there were other good, solid catchers in the American League that he had to beat out for that. The other thing too, why I think Guardians or Indians fans remember Sandy so much more is because what he did in the All-Star game when it was played here. And the home run off Rivera. And the yep. home run off Rivera. Like, that right, right. is, for me, that's one of the epicenter moments of the franchise history. Well, here's the argument for Victor. And, again, I, I don't think war is the end-all, be-all because, boy, I agree with Significantly you. Significantly better war, though, I would imagine. Oh, his, Victor's is off the charts. Yes, Victor had a charts. war of 19 over eight years. Okay, that's insane. And Sandy was, I think, 13, a war of 13 over 11 years. Which is still great. Yeah. yeah. But yeah. 19's... I, I just think to to me, uh, and that's a, that's a strong argument for Victor. And, he was, and but it's only three time All Stars, and he was only a three time All Star. He made an All Star team no, he, the year he, he was he, traded, so yeah, it was and which was which was really mostly was, with the Indians. So I counted. All, it. I think almost all of it, if I'm not mistaken. Well, very he, little. Of he it would was, have spent the first half with Cleveland. Yeah, he was it was all, at of the it. Deadline. all of it. Mike, you're wrong. He got three All Stars with the Indians, including the year he got traded. 
He was an All-Star in 2004, 2007, and then 2009, which was the year he got traded. He may have been named to a team where he wasn't voted if to you, a team. If you are arguing no, anybody. Said, I got the list of All-Stars. Where you, did you get four? Pro Baseball Reference. I'm, I'm double-checking it. Baseball Reference. I'm on Baseball Reference. He had five All-Star games, one with Detroit, one with Boston. He was an All-Star in 04, 07, and 09 with Cleveland. Right. That's it. Three. And, and Sandy uh, I, I see where I messed it up. That's I, I'm still it's taking three. that. I'm taking that all day, every it, day, it, because – if you do it on a percentage, you know, the percentage of the years that he played here that he was an all-star. It's still better. For it's almost half of his years. No, it's not. Yeah, it's, well, he was here eight years, and he was three-time all-star. So, yeah. three eights is yeah, just below six. 50%. But six of 11 is better than 50%. And again, it is. Yeah. But, but again, you have to look at the catchers. I don't know that American I buy that the catchers were better. Well, if you weren't an all-star in he the had Sandy Pudge. era. He had Pudge with him. Yeah, but when – They when, didn't play that far apart from each other. I don't no, know. No, in fact, some of their years overlap. Yeah, so I don't However, know that was I, I, I didn't look up the war. I just remember seeing his war yeah. and following it and always being like – and the other thing, too, was who, the days of catchers hitting 300, you know, guys – they don't do that. Yeah, but to me, catcher and shortstop, I lean towards defense. It, it and totally there's no agree. comparison yeah, defensively. I, I agree, catcher too. Catcher even more Sandy, so. Here, to me, As you'll see Victor, on my list, catcher even to more me, so Victor was yeah. a, To me, Victor was an elite hitting catcher who was bad on defense. Sandy, I wouldn't call him bad on was, defense. I thought he was I, bad. I, I don't think he was ever he was, bad. I think he was below average. He was, he was I thought he was middle of the road. There's I a reason he, he got yeah. moved to DH pretty and, early by, in his By career. the way, if you compare <laughs> anybody in the mid-90s, anybody, it's a, it's a clean and, sweep. It's and a Sandy yeah. was elite defensively and still good as, as Very a, good. As like, a by today's standard, he'd probably win the Silver Slugger Award and it's incredible. In most of his years. It's incredible Sandy was as good as he was defensively. He's 6'5". Yeah, yeah. not built like a yeah. catcher. He's 6'5"? Yes. He's yeah. massive. 6'4", maybe? Massive. 6'4". He's, yeah. He is a massive And by man. the way, uh, as coaches go, particularly coaches that have been removed from the game for as long as they have, he looks like he could still get out there and oh, do it. He's a big biker. I know he is. Bicyclist, he's a great not motorcycle biker. And, and he was right. and he, was the, he was the de facto to so one captain. So what team. who wins the vote? Is it 3-1 on Oh, it has to be 3-1. I mean, 3-1 definitely has to take yeah. it. Yeah. And and by the way, if you're if, if But it's close. It like is, it's, it's, it's very really close. I consider me, Victor also. The stat that I would lean most heavily on was the war cuz that factors in everything. That factors in how much defense figures into the position? Yeah, but I don't know offense. that it, I don't know that war can factor in how a guy calls a game. And no, how he, it can't. And, that's, and that's where I think Sandy I looked was at so it good. as that's this, I, I was thinking of it as a whole lineup, and my lineup is going to be a bunch of great hitters. I want my catcher. The defense broke the ties for me at catcher and shortstop. But bull, didn't yeah. you tell me you wanted Carlos Santana? No, oh, man. Wow, <laughs> I, know where, I know where you're going now um, with, on defense. Yeah, on right, shortstop. I should. I, I'm sorry, I, you got I, that I, wrong. I, yeah. I, I, I flip flopped. I, I shortstop was tough too. Yeah. First base, nobody. I mean, we all, we all went with Jim Tome. Tomey for first base. There's no just, debate. Did you guys want to throw out yeah, your throw second out your number two just for fun? Paul Sorrento not playing. I guess uh, Paul Sorrento. No. Hafner. Hafner was mine. Think about it. Hafner. Hafner would be my was my guy. Didn't play a lot of first base. No, mostly DH. If you know, if I had to put him at a position, I would put him at first base. And so yeah, I expected that to be a clean sweep. I expect a lot of dissension in, here at second base. There's actually three guys that you could at least bring up. Yeah. Um, yes. So Only one's the, the right answer. Let's see the graphic. So it's three to one on the second baseman vote. Whoever the third person is, I'm not quite sure who you're referring to. I went with Bierga. 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 Okay. Yeah. Bierga yeah. had see, some. See, here's the reason I went with Kipnis because. Wow. Alomar only played three years for the Indians. Don't matter. Yeah, no, but he was <laughs> it in, It don't matter. It's, like, Hall of Fame it's like saying Michael Jordan only played for you for three years. Well, Jay just spent the whole time arguing Victor Martinez, and a big part of his argument was we played less. 
Well, that wasn't a big part of it. I just said if that was your whole argument. No, percentage was it really wasn't. Well, the part yeah. of the argument that I used was you're, if you're going to count individual All Star seasons, right? It's going to hurt a guy if he wasn't here for eleven uh, as I opposed mean, to eight. Percentage uh, wise, Jason Kipp this went to a. You know what? Uh, well, you can look at the. Uh, well, Alomar went higher percentage, but Kipnis is either at number one or number two in just about every yeah. major stat for the. I just thought franchise like, history. Obviously, Roberto Alomar was a better player in his career than Jason Kipnis. It's not really that close, but I didn't want to go like Jason Kipnis was a very good player for the Indians. His almost his entire time here, except for one year. Yeah, he was a really good player, not a star. I mean, even that, if I, well, I know he made Roberto two All-Stars. For his brief time here was, was great, fantastic. but it was only three years. Golly, Jason, so. have you ever seen a better shortstop no. second-base combo no. ever in the Defensively, game? defensively, no. I'll argue that with anybody. There's never been a better second-base shortstop. Ozzie Smith, Tommy Herr? No, nope, nope. not even close. Nope. Tommy Herr brings down the average. I don't remember how good Tommy they Herr had was. They had circus-type, top, yeah. Sports Center top ten, double-play turns, Three a week. Yeah. This is why you can't get nobody to go to the games because we start reminiscing about this. I know. And you'd be like, so good. What the hell are we watching today? Let me tell so you. Good. Let me Better tell you. pitching today. Andre Jimenez is in that category. I, was, yeah, I thought man. about putting him You're in right. There. And Stop. Gabriel Arias made a play while I was out there that even Franco said, or Terry Francona said, I thought about that it. was a Hemi looking defensive play. The way he went oh, in the hole, spun and threw it. <laughs> that's yeah. your new name? They're so Hemi. quick. That's his nickname. <laughs> the process of leaving their feet, going to the ground, yeah. and getting I'm back to their feet to throw the ball yeah. and throw it accurately. Yeah. I mean, listen, I'm not putting Gabriel Arias in Roberto Alomar's category. No, not yet. But I'm just saying, they've, they've got some guys. But in terms of Alomar, it's the power, speed, defense combination unmatched. Hall of Famer. I, I mean, unmatched. I would actually. I, I just didn't pick him because it was only three years. I that need. That's fair. And yeah. I would need to because I actually I didn't look at it because it was Alomar's a slam dunk. I might take Bayergo over Kipnis as number two. So it was tough for he me. He had too. a couple monster years. Yeah. And he was terrible defensively. He was a big liability. Could have no movement. Great Couldn't go to his left. Yeah. Couldn't okay. go to his right. Bayergo was that, he was great. Bayergo was Kipnis awful was, defensively. Kipnis made the play. But he didn't have good range. Bayerga had 17 chains around his neck. That's why he didn't hold it. And I asked him when you came on the show, dog, you don't know how you inspired me. I I, I still love 96 gold chains to this day. Oh, my like, number my number in every sport I ever yeah. played was nine. He I was, loved Carlos Bayerga. He was Bayerga. one of the because nicest. Bayerga. Bayerga. I loved Bayerga. One of the wow. nicest yeah. former players I've ever met. Yeah. Super, yeah. Such Super a great nice guy. But he lost it so fast. Like, Boy, they traded oh, him yeah. at you just the right time. I, I mean... They saw it. Yep. They saw it coming, yep. and he got heavy. And he was to begin with. Even when he was, if you go back and look at his yeah. footage when he was young and, and thin, mm-hmm. he didn't have great mobility then. Right. But when he started adding pounds, he became that guy without a position. Yeah. And that's what really. But hurt. you know, so crazy when I liked it, they took care of him. Like he's still with the. He, with he the threw biggest, out a first pitch last biggest, year. Biggest. Still works for the biggest, team. biggest fan yeah. of the team. Like he just. Uh, I remember the game he hit. Uh, a home run in the same inning, left-handed and right-handed. right-handed. Yeah, that's fine. To me, and by the way, and this is off topic, but I saw a guy yesterday or earlier, or maybe it was over the weekend, hit for the cycle. He's from Ohio, Mason, Ohio. He plays for Northern Kentucky University. He hit for the cycle, and he had two grand slams in the first inning. Oh, my God. Damn. Yeah, imagine that. Speaking of that, real quick, Mikey was asking about, he wanted me to ask Albert Bell about when he refused to take his base when he got hit by a pitch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. right. He said it was because he hit he had three home runs in that game, and he wanted, he wanted a four, four home run game. Uh, and he got hit. He said, "No, I'm not taking my. I want a hit. Like I want a fourth home run." He said he had a game in the '90s when at the old stadium where he hit three home runs in a game, and Grover took him out of the game, and and they were they were up big against Seattle, and they ended up like 
Thomas Howard, the, the, the Mariners came back on him and tied the game, and Howard came to the plate in the ninth in what would have been Bell's spot and struck out, and yeah. Bell was just, like, glaring at Grover the whole time. Oh, my God. And they won the game, and Grover told him, like, remind me never to take you out of a game. <laughs> so Bell was annoyed that he never had a four-home run game because he said, like, he knew them all. He said Mark Witten had one. Hard-hitting Mark Witten. Hard-hitting Mark yeah. Witten. Tuffy Man, Rhodes I'll, I'll had one. And he thought Glenn Allen Hill may have had one, and he wanted a four-home no, run Tuffy game. No, Tuffy Rhodes didn't have four. Yeah, opening day. He had three. It was three. I thought it was four. Let's double check because I was watching that game on my friend's giant satellite dish. Tuffy Rhodes, by the way, only hit three more home runs the rest of the season. That's really funny. Well, he wanted a four home run game. He had he a three and he never got it. All right, it. our shortstop conversation. We got, we got third be base first, too. by the way. Oh, you want to do Just third base first? Just because it was unanimous outside of G. Bush who picked someone from the pre-progressive field era. Yeah, was, Steve, it, don't, Steve, don't take it. It, it, it was a gag. Um, <laughs> now, I, now it's going to be on your tombstone. Yeah, no, it's a gag because I'm like, dude, why would you even ask this question? There's only one legitimate answer. Like, you know already on UCSS, oh, Jose Ramirez is the all-time MVP of everything. Yeah. They yeah, just, there's no debate. Yeah. By the way, tell me, it was three home runs on opening three? day. But, and oh. then he had three more the rest of the season, but he did hit 464 home runs in Japan. Wow. Didn't, didn't Rose. translate. No. Uh, you want to throw the third base graphic up? Oh is, no! Don't take it, Steve. It's not, still not right. Um, oh, it's Jose it's Ramirez across the board. A, it's a sweep. So it's, it's right now. We can take it. It's Jose Ramirez. Who yeah, would be your second I mean, choice, real quick, just for fun? Um, if it was. I went with Travis Fryman. Probably Fryman for me. But it was, you know, there's such a big drop off. <laughs> yeah. I hated even putting Travis Fryman in the two slot. Yeah. Brooks Jacoby. He never played in progressive, progressive field. field. No, but I love Brooke Jacoby. I liked him. I liked him a lot. Uh, yeah, I tried. Matt Williams only played a year. One year. Yep. Aaron Don- didn't Don- Donaldson. Donaldson only played, played, played a little bit here. No, he Not even. He, was he played awful. for like three weeks. Yeah, yeah he was like, like two weeks. He, he yeah. sucked. We, yeah. it, it's really been Slim Pickens um, at that position. Yeah. Jim Tomey came up as a third baseman. Yep. And played third base, so I, I thought about putting him there, but that you know we already got him at first, yeah, right. so it makes lineup problems. He can't hit twice, <laughs> so I think Jose Ramirez was the easy pick. And after that, it was really, really yeah. slim. Slim. Yeah. Okay, now let's, let's go short. to shortstop. Shortstop was a two-two split. Oh, I love Craig Nettles. This Ace. this was painful for me. I wanted to pick Lindor. I went with Vizquel. Ooh, this is a good one. Wow, we got a battle. I, I, I struggled too. By the way, if you I, look at their Indians' WAR. Uh, it's I not even it was close. Neck, no, I thought it was neck and neck. Frankie smokes him. You yeah. sure about Frankie? Yes. So much better Frankie offensively smokes because he was here less years. And he's just, I mean, from an offense. Oh, per stand- year you're talking. Well, no, I'm talking total. Okay, I, I have it here. So Omar's war in Cleveland. Uh, hang on, I, thought I have I it. Saw it was neck and neck. Omar's war was he was here 11 years in Cleveland and had a war of 30 over 11 years, which is very, very good, it's very respectable. Solid. And a lot of that, obviously, he gets credit for defensively. Frankie was here fewer years. Um, he batted Frankie was here six years. Yeah. A lot of singles. A lot of. Yeah, Vizquel was not much of a hitter. I mean, he no. just, Frankie you know. had a war of 28 in six years. So, yeah, almost it. matched him in war in about right. half the time. Right, yeah. right, right. So, it's, so, I mean, it's it stands to reason. He's a m- much more uh, of a power hitter than Omar yeah. ever was. Omar, did he ever give you double-digit home runs? I think one year he may have come close. And, and he was hitting in a lineup where teams, ha- you know, they, they, he was the out. He was, and he was yeah. hitting second in and those he was, lineups. And he, was, and he finished 283 I, I, I think as I'm a hitter. A, I think I'm going to flip-flop on this one and take Lindor. 
Yeah, I, it's, I, I it's, it's not close. I'm taking Omar. Yeah. Omar was sensational defensively. I, I, I mean, sensational I mean is he the best defensive shortstop outside of Ozzie Smith you've ever I've seen? I've ever seen. Yeah, and, 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 and the reason, yeah, he's number two for me. Yeah. You too? Yeah. yeah. If, you, if you look at it, the, the Indians had so much power and hitting everywhere that I thought it was automatically a cheat code that you still had Omar Vassell who could really, he batted to 83 lifetime. But you was not getting singles up the middle. You wasn't about to get no runs. And it was ridiculous that you can have that amount of power. But they had a gold glover at the center field, a right. gold glover at second base, a gold glover behind at shortstop, the, the a gold glover. And, and, and you had Manny Ramirez that could throw you out from, from the street. Yeah. Like, they were good defensively, too. Like, you got highlights. You just didn't get highlights because people hit home runs. Yeah. You Omar stole bases. Kenny stole bases. They did it. They it's, did it. It's an indictment that they never want to work. It's crazy. It's they crazy. They never put the pitching together. Indictment. I mean, I mean yeah. they came so close so many times. They did. But 97 was their year. I don't, I can't. But they couldn't, the pitching was never good enough. Is it going to go down as one of the greatest? You know what's interesting about that? Yeah. Yeah. They led the league in pitching in 95. Yep. And Nobody ever talks that. about that. But their offense was better in 97. Well, their, their offense is better in 95. It wasn't really? Oh, God, yeah. That's when they had everybody. They didn't have Albert. In they, lost to the Bra- they lost to the Braves that year. And that was really, the only World Series the Braves won. Another indictment on the Braves is uh, or on the on the yeah. Indians is of all those great teams. The only team they ever got over was a 95 team that most people yeah. thought was. A I mean, Mikey, juggernaut. I'll save you the trouble on the outfield. It's the 95 outfield. That's the Indians all time. Yeah, yeah. Albert Bell, Kenny Lofton, Manny the Ramirez. Board. There's and, no debate. And I don't think yeah. there's an argument to be made there. Okay, for we'll just anybody do a lineup else. then. <laughs> well, I mean, I, just do the lineup because the I, outfield. You talk about a, an easy exercise. This one, at least, there was some some debate. Yeah. When you said we're going to do the outfield, I'm like, no, no, we're not. Like, I mean, nobody's going to mention Kenny anybody Bobby. else. And then we it. put could we put one of those guys at DH and maybe put Brantley in left? No. Well, we got to add a DH. You do have to have a DH for our lineup exercise. In the lineup, there will be a DH. Who are you taking out? No, I just taking one of those guys, put him at DH. Oh, and then I, putting in Brantley. Putting Brit- yeah, put Albert at DH. Well, that would be Albert. the strongest lineup you yeah, could get. Put yeah, put Albert yeah. at DH yeah. and then throw Brantley in left field. Yeah. yeah, my good. But but it sucks though. But we're lucky. Because if we were to do this exercise with the Browns going back to '94, oh god. <laughs> I mean, but we the, should do that in, oh in like in, no because it would make me vomit in my mouth. <laughs> no, but it'd be funny. But but the Braves, but the Braves, Browns fans, Braves when they played them had three of the best starting pitchers ever. Yeah, yeah, three yeah. Like, famers. Like you it can't is. like that's crazy. And plus and, they were calling strikes ten feet off the. Oh yeah, yeah. Too. Maddox yeah. would get Maddox was getting strikes way over here. His strike zone was the it's size cr- of Cuyahoga County. Insane. The uh, the back to the debate though the Lindor Omar thing Lindor was not in Omar's class defensively but he was not bad by oh, any no, no, very, very, very good defensive very good defensive it wasn't good. like a Victor Sandy no no because no, no, no. no, yeah, he's an why, above average defensive shortstop yeah. that's why to me it's noted I mean Omar should have been batting ninth and that if Omar, if Omar played today he'd be the nine hole hitter but he would but Lindor's he was an excellent shortstop defensively he's yeah just, but Vizquel's an all time what, great what's defensively so maddening to me and frustrating to me is you know. We don't have the baseball fan base here like we do football. Mm-hmm. But when you look at this exercise, you have as backups on your all team, just going back 30 years, Omar Vizquel, Carlos Baerga. Yeah. These are backups. Yeah. Victor Martinez. Yeah. Victor Martinez. Yeah. Backups. Travis Hafner. The, it's, the it's, 90s are filthy. It was Austin filthy. Hedges. And, and that's why I just don't understand why this fan base <laughs> isn't. As well, rabid to, as the Browns fan Not to mention, we, we went over the starting rotation. 
And that was and you're like your sixth and seventh starters were like Cliff Lee or Bartolo Colon right. or you I know mean, Charles this, Nagy. When you start comparing the organizations, oh, it is glaring close. how much disparity yeah. there is between what the Indians and Guardians have done compared to the Browns. Oh, yeah. Yet they, the Browns fans keep getting kicked in the teeth, yeah. and we keep standing up and say, "Kick me again." I, we should we should do the Cavs and we should do the the Browns with. Yeah, this. these are we fun will. exercises. Yeah. We have summer. Guys, we have a lot of content to fill. Dude. Yeah. Don't remind me. You're like, come yeah. on, I don't like What are we going to talk about on June 4th? That's uh, my birthday. That's my son's birthday. My birthday. Is it really? Yeah. That's AJ's well, we're gonna, birthday. Nice. I tell you this, we're going to have cake. Yeah, right. right. Uh, don't see my, don't see my. I just picked that date out of thin air. Depends what time we, of the, every day, of the day we say it. Every day I say that, and then we find something to talk about. You know what we talk about? The Browns. Browns. Uh, June 4th is a Sunday. And I don't know if I can talk about the Browns. In May and June. Yeah. June I just, I don't. I will find ways. That's why. <laughs> nah, we'll be fine. We'll be fine. Oh, my God. All right. All right. It I'm is time to remind everybody game. that once again, the 12 o'clock lunch hour of the Ultimate Cleveland Sports Show is brought to you by <laughs> Colleague Racing. <laughs> Colleague Racing, the official NASCAR team of Northeast Ohio. Dang. We got one more super chat, and then we're going to get into a game of Would You Rather, some sports, some non-sports. Would You Rather. Jonathan Mann wants to know, is Alex Wright a three-tech in the wide nine? G, where's the hoodie from? And is there an expensive, inexpensive defensive tackle we could still add? So Did three he pay questions. for all three of those? Or? G, where's your hoodie from? Uh, first of all, I don't do any shopping uh, now. My mother does all of my wardrobe shopping. So Is that true? Yes, I don't shop anymore. Okay, that's one All now. I do is make movies. And you trust her with everything she gives you, you wear? Yes. It's, all, it's fire. We, uh, we have ESP, so Jason, she knows exactly what I like. is Alex Wright a three-tech in a wide nine situation? I don't think they're going to run a wide nine, but go ahead, Jason. Do you think? I, I, I think they're going to flirt with it. Yeah, I haven't really poked around on that. I'm going yeah. to the owners' meetings this weekend. We'll probably get into some of that, so I don't okay. probably have as much information on that as maybe. But you think we're? I mean, we're going to see some. Oh, I would think yeah. so. Yeah, yeah. A little bit I, of that. I think so. Yeah. And does he fit in that scheme? I think I mean, it's hard to say, but yeah, I. Uh, I don't, you know, I actually like. I watched him and thought. He could play in the NFL. All right, there's something here. He's and then you look at his numbers, he's like, oh, God. Yeah, no. <laughs> What's he? Alex, Alex right. Like, I, I looked at him and thought, all right, he's an NFL player. Like, he could play. He'd be all right. But the numbers his grade outs were not tell great. You otherwise. We're not great. We're going to yeah. see. And the last one, Bull, is there an inexpensive defensive tackle we could still add in the rotation? You know, off the top of my head, I, I can't think of who's still out there. The um, one name that keeps getting floated is Matt Ioannidis. Not sure how cheap he would be, but yeah, I don't. He's well, I'm surprised he's still out there. He, I don't know what he did. I, What's I remember, his ding? Why? 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 I, is I remember he still two years ago he had a really good year. What but did he do last I year? Though? I don't remember what he did last year. I only know two years ago because I'm in one fantasy league where you, we do IDPs and I had him. But uh, yeah, I don't know. Um, he played 13 games last year. Yeah. Had 37 tackles and one sack. He's, he's a, a good defensive run, good against the run. Yeah, he's a big I guy. He was a defensive run. end. I don't know why I thought he was a defensive end. Nice no, he's a DT. All right. Six three three ten. Steve Becker told us to explain what the wide nine is. That is the defensive alignment Jim Schwartz made essentially famous back in his days as defensive coordinator in Tennessee, where the two defensive ends line up wide and rush on an angle in, and the two defensive tackles kind of clog the middle. So, you guys ready for Would You Rather? Let's do it. Some of these are sports. Some of these are non-sports. But question number one. Let me get the super. Would you rather get hit with a Shohei Otani 100-mile-an-hour fastball in the ribs oh. or have the Steelers win the 2023 Super Bowl? Oh, that's so easy. Hey, I'd rather get hit with the Otani yeah, fastball. Yeah, give me the fastball. I mean, you'll live from that. I think I Jason's going to say the Steelers. I'll take the Steelers. I get hit with a fastball. Jason, yeah, you'll rub it off. <laughs> I'm used no to pain of watching other teams. I've yeah. had enough of that pain. Yeah. 
I'm going to take because um, that lingers forever. Then you got to listen to it. It would just be cool to stand in the box against Otani, even if I tend to take the hit. Can You'd I put never a, get, be able to get out of the way. You wouldn't be able to No. Move. Can I put 100 bucks on the Steelers ahead of time? Because those are massive odds. For the Steelers yeah. to win the Super yeah, Bowl this year? that's true. Those are monster odds. Yeah. What are they? Probably like 20 to 1, 25 to 1? Probably 25 to 1. I'll look it up. Yeah. Anthony, look up. Maybe Steelers bigger. Super I think they'd be odds. bigger. Yeah. Um, Tyvis, we the asked AFC. this to him yesterday. Yeah. Tyvis said I'd get hit in the ribs a hundred times. Yeah, me too. Yeah. Before. I mean, I bet no, I know. I take it back. In low I take 90s. it back. I was wrong. Tyvis said he'd rather have the Steelers win the Super Bowl. What? Thank you, Tyvis. He sold right? out. Uh, Earl confirmed, right? He did say that. Yeah, he did say that. Yeah, it, that's the, the right answer. The sting of it goes away. I mean, if, if, if he breaks a rib, that's going to be painful. And you're going to puncture a lung, and you're going to die. And you're going <laughs> to die. die. I true. may die if I have to watch another Steelers <laughs> Super Bowl. That's win. true. I'd rather watch the Steelers win a Super Bowl than have to die. Well, but, you know, not me. Anything <laughs> short of death. If I die before the Browns win one, and the Steelers, and I have to watch the Steelers win another one, I will die a miserable human mm. being. I, I don't. I like you. People don't know like. I, I physically get sick, like, sometimes. Like, when Aditi talks about the Steelers, even though she's she's there, you know, she grew up there in the family. No, she didn't grow up there. No, she's from New Jersey. Oh, she, she, she just she covered them. Yeah, she just covers them. She just, her husband's a Steelers. She just, she covers them. When she talks about Mike Tomlin and TJ Watt, I get sick to my stomach. I don't I don't even play with the Steelers on Madden. You don't want to see them. I, I don't play either. against them. I, 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 no. By, by the way, my son and I replayed the Bengals-Bills game. That got wiped out yeah, by the heart attack. Right. We decided to replay that, and the Bengals won 56 to 6. Oh, you beat them? Come on now. Yeah. You know how to play Madden? I mean, my son knows how to play. I did it with boy, him. Boy, I'm noticing you, it. You were, the, you were the Bills, right? I'm no, no, no. We both, we took, we were the Bengals as a team, and the computer was the Bills. Ah, see, okay. See, yeah. I, I, I was like, I'm about to say, I'm noticing the trend. You, you out here dog walking your, your kid. I beat him hoops the other day. I smashed <laughs> no, no, no. the men. No, we were playing. We were both, like, he'd be He's your, your squad, and I'd be chasing him. Have you ever seen the Chappelle skit where he goes and plays Madden against the kids in the cancer center? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All-time Chappelle skit. Yo. It is great. Hey. Now I gotta watch that later today. Oh. Uh, two updates, real quick. The Steelers, fifty-one to fifty-five to one odds. To Holy the Super Bowl. crap! So you yeah. could cash I mean, it's in because big. of all the it's garbage and uh, yeah. I mean all the talent in the, all AFC. the talent AFC, and they have no quarterback. Yeah. yeah. Two. Would your answer to that question have changed if it was either the Ravens or the Bengals? Well, for me, it certainly would. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, it would change for me if it was like butt cheek. I'll get hit in the butt cheek. I get hit in the ribs. Yeah, ribs tough. Would you rather the Bengals with a Super Bowl or or Otani? I mean, that's like saying you want to get hit in the face with a shovel, or do you want me to kick you in the yeah, nuts? Yeah, but you don't like, hate the Bengals as much as you hate the Steelers and Ravens, or maybe you do. But no, it's I don't. You're right. I I, I don't. But yeah. it's close. <laughs> but 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 the thing we hang our hat on is no matter how many times you you've gone there, you haven't won a Super Bowl yet. Yeah. So we. So just, I don't want the Bengals so we don't, to win one before right. we yes. win one. Well, I don't like that's that. That's not very nice. You guys should be. You know, I want the Browns. <laughs> We're to not very nice. Not, I, we I want the Browns to win a we, Super Bowl. We, no, we have oil we'll, dumped on our face we'll, for 50. We'll, I want the Browns and the Bengals. To we, win we, Super Bowl. There's a duality. We cannot do that. Bull telling anyone that's not very nice. It's yeah, hysterical no. to me. <laughs> okay. Um, what's the other one you rather? Question number two. We got seven of these, so we got plenty. Let them roll. They're fun. Would you rather? Guarantee that Evan Mobley turns into the modern-day version of Kevin Durant, or guarantee that Stephen Kwan turns into the oh, modern-day version. Wait, is it Kevin Garnett or Kevin Durant? Garnett Kevin Garnett. Sorry, Kevin Garnett. Team. Sorry. Okay. I, I would definitely take the second one because I care way more about the Guardians than I do about the Cavs. Um, that's exactly my yeah. answer. I, I, that's listen, answer. listen, I, listen. Each. Although ever, I'm sorry, sorry to cut you off, but the one thing I'll say is, one, if he becomes Kevin Garnett, that 
that equates gets you, to winning more than you, Quad, yeah, a lot closer Ichiro. to a championship than yeah. it does. But I'm still going Ichiro. with Quad I mean, and Ichiro. Yeah. That means that means Quan would have Ichiro numbers. He get like seven thousand hits, and that guarantees me nothing. Unless Quan turn, turns into uh, Otani and he starts to pitch too, I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that would probably would be a lot easier. Yeah, but yeah. give me that. Just a baseball bias. I do think I do think that you know the first one gives you a better chance of having a championship, but. Right. Until Otani, and, I, and it's, it's, it feels weird to say this as a grown man that you have a favorite player. Yeah. But the, the player that I enjoy watching the most now is Otani. But for so many years, it was Ichiro because he had every tool that you wanted a, a player to have. I mean, he didn't have a lot of power, although he could put on a show in batting practice, mm-hmm. yeah. like one after another. Right. Um, but he was a, kind of a punch and Judy opposite field guy and speed and the arm. He single-handedly beat the Indians in a postseason yes, series. Yes, he did. He yes, was he up did. in every big moment, yeah. and he got a hit every single time. Every single time. Couldn't and get him out. Had he played his whole career in the big leagues, he would have beaten Pete Rose's hit record. Oh, yeah. Well, would have, would have destroyed it. For destroyed. sure. I mean, he didn't come here until he was 29, 28. At least 27. I don't yeah. know And then he exactly. played until he was 70. And he still had a... He still he had, did play. How many hits did he finish with? Over 3,000. I don't think it was close I'll to 4,000. No, I think it was like 3,700. I mean, he made his major league debut at 27, 28, whatever it was, and he's yeah. a Hall of Famer. Like, not even close. He's a yeah. no-brainer. Every, yeah. time, every time you say that, I just get mad. 3,700 hits is crazy. 3,000 hits puts you in the Hall of Fame. Somebody got 1,200 more hits than that, and he's just on the sidelines. I don't get it. Yeah. Ichiro played 19 seasons, has just under 3,100 hits Ooh, in, major, 3, in Major League Baseball. Yeah, okay. I, I, I thought he played 19 much. seasons. 19. Well, remember yeah. though, Bull. He oh, he was, would come back at the end. Yeah, and he was playing. Uh, he had. He really hair. played 17. He played 15 games he in one for year. The and just three right. games. Yeah, in no, one year. Is, what, How old was he in his rookie season? 27. Oh, I was. That's, that's crazy. I had it was 2001, right? Correct. I had him. I won. He led me to a fantasy championship. Did he really? Wow. He had crazy. seasons of 242 as a rookie, 242 yeah. hits with a 350 batting average. Yeah, but he's 27. In 2004, Nobody he had 262 no. hits with a 372 batting average. What? For the whole season? Yeah. He played 161 games, literally only missed one game, had 262 hits, a 372 batting average, eight home runs. 60 RBIs, 36 stolen bases. Now think about how nuts Ted Williams is for hitting 400. Crazy. Yeah. Like he he had how many hits? 260 and only hit let only. Me you, let me ask you. The leadoff guy had a lot of bats. How many? How many? Uh, uh, what year was Ted Williams? 41. 41. Black, George Brett hit 388. How, I how think many that's... black players did Ted Williams face? How many oh, Latin yeah, players exactly. did Ted Williams face? Yeah, none. Fair. It's still bonkers. Still I don't crazy. care. Yeah. Well, I'm throwing. Yeah, yesterday, it's still impressive. Still well, crazy. Yesterday there was, it was funny because Steve Phillips, the former GM, yeah, was on with Mad Dog Russo, and I love Chris, and he, I grew up listening to him. But when it comes to baseball, he hates the World Baseball Classic. He said he's an idiot. He's become like a buffoon now. He and his baseball knowledge though is it, really he knows really baseball, deep. no doubt. But Steve Phillips says Shohei Otani's the greatest baseball player ever. Yeah. Now I think he's got to do it longer, but I think he said. Skip and, Bayless tweeted that out too, if that means and, anything. And, and Mad Dog said, You're crazy. And he brought up Babe Ruth. And Steve Phillips said, Well, Babe Ruth didn't fa- face black or Latin players. And Steve, uh, Chris Mad Dog Russo went crazy saying that's irrelevant. No, no it's, of not irrelevant. it's not irrelevant. It's not irrelevant. Babe At Ruth would have still been great, but Babe he Ruth wouldn't have been, been as great. No. Yeah. Not at all. Yeah. 
See, I mean, I, look, you get everybody got asterisks next to something, but, but that's a big asterisk. If you only played against your next door neighbors, bro, that's that plus there was only like there weren't that many. You only played against like seven teams. You knew yeah. the pitchers Listen, well. Listen, Ted Williams ain't hitting four hundred today, but it's no. still it's, it's still it's remarkable, remarkable what it's still he did. Remarkable. Hey, it is and, and what Joe it DiMaggio's is. Joe fifty-six yeah. game hitting streak yeah. is also because that is again com- competition is is really it is what it is. It's all oranges to oranges. You're, you you got to do it. Yeah. And yeah, the competition today is far greater, and the pitching is more specialized, which is why guys have a yeah. hard time extending hitting streaks right. today. But it's something that a lot of people don't know about Ted Williams, 56. Kenny Keltner was the third baseman of the Indians the day it broke, the day they broke it. He made three all-star caliber plays that most people that were at the game said there was only one or two other third basemen in the game that could have made yeah. one of those. Wow. And then he went on to hit in 19 more games yeah. after that. So who knows? So it should have been like a 77 yeah. game yeah. And, and hitting Ted straight. Williams did hit over 380, I think, at age 40 or 39 yeah. or something, Ted which Williams is crazy. Just, I he's mean, great, but it wouldn't have still wouldn't have been I, I great. mean, they're, they're baseball. But we got to get back to it. All the records is never Give me Mobley as Garnett no. because that means more to winning a yeah. championship and also because I wrote before that draft the Cavs needed to get Evan Mobley, and I was right. Yeah, well, you were right on that. You're right. Before we get to question three, we have a super chat, and this is a question, actually, from Bagzilla. <laughs> My wife wants to know when the UCSS Bagzilla. swimsuit calendar is coming out. But oh, I don't know, but I'm July. <laughs> oh, no, hold on. But, but I do have a I do have a swimsuit calendar for the barbershop. I do. Shut up. Of course he does. I'm not lying. No, wait. Oh, who's on it? Uh, well, I, there's there's models. Oh, you hired models? Yes. Bro, you're like a marketing machine. Yeah. You've I didn't know you're allowed logo? to do that anymore. Hmm? You you, know, you've got a low. Yeah, I didn't either. You, like, <laughs> I, I'll show you my bathing suits. They're really cute. I don't think you're allowed to do swimsuit like calendars anymore. Yeah. G. Bush just said something that I thought I'd never hear in my life. I'll show you my bathing suits. I'll show suits. you my bathing suits. They're, They're really, really cute. cute. Yeah. <laughs> I never thought I'd I hear wasn't, you say that. That wasn't on the bingo card. <laughs> <laughs> that was not on the bingo card. <laughs> <laughs> Have those come out yet? Have we talked about that? I think yeah, so. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, we released them this week. We're playing right now. Oh, really? What's the next question, Mike? Question number three. Well, no, we didn't answer that question. I think 20. 2024, we should do one. Wait, what? Oh, oh the, swimsuit the swimsuit calendar. calendar. We'll put a pin in that. Yeah, nobody wants I'm to good. see us in swimsuits. I think you're fine to do it. Let's hire a bunch of hot girls for it. Anthony's, I see Anthony in the gym from time to time. You're getting the shots. You're getting the shots. Yep, yep. See? Yep. Nobody's TBD. TBD. Okay, next question. Steve, take it. Would you rather have Jimmy Haslam sell the Browns Yes. never pay for a meal the rest of your life? A. B. Yeah, never pay for a meal. A. I'm all oh, about come on, you know what I'm, I'm talking about. about. Definitely B because that's a good one, guys. I don't know. You know what I'm talking one. about because really like we thought it was great when Jimmy bought the team because we the last guy sucked. Yeah. So maybe the next guy sucks too. Can't suck this bad. Nope. One Why the last guy sucked this bad? One in thirty-one. It, it, that is kind of crazy. Yeah, but the, if you look at the career winning percentage between him and the last owner, it's about the same. I'll pay for every meal. The rest Jimmy's of my life. awful. But I'd rather have free meals the rest of my life. I mean, you're going to pay for the meals anyhow. There's no uh, most owners suck. Most owners are the same. Jimmy See? sucks. I give you that. He's the worst. <laughs> he is the worst. He, you know, give me free Once meals. Once Dan Snyder's out, he officially becomes the and worst And I've told you guys this story, but there was somebody that covers has covered the league for a long time that told me, Jay, pick another team. Because nah. as long as that guy owns it, and there's no reason to think that he's not going to in the future, they're never going to win He's a adding to. He keeps adding to the portfolio. Yeah. yeah. He's a, he's How about a you take shit, that money and yeah. drop it into this franchise? Give us a winner. You've, 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 you've made us endure an 0-16 and a 1-15. Don't give money to Milwaukee. That's funny. Jay, Jay, Jay's hot about that. He I mean, ain't listen, like that. I am hot about that. I've said the other day, I hope the Cavs 
beat the Bucks in the playoffs, and Jimmy's sitting courtside with a Bucks hat on. That's Jay's also got FU money, so he don't care about. <laughs> no, Baker I don't. FU money is Jimmy's money. He's <laughs> got FU money. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Oh, uh, oh my God, that's embarrassing. Jay's two for two. I keep catching the wind. The wind keeps I blowing. I nailed both my shots here. today. All right, what's the next one? These are question fun. number four. Like these. Would you rather have a wait? Nice hold on. Si- G-, G didn't answer that last question. Oh, eat definitely for free. Eat, right? eat for free. Right. Why would I do that? <laughs> like, come on, bro. Like, is there a question? Would you rather have a nice sit-down dinner with Kevin Stefanski, or a night on West Sixth Street with Freddie Kitchens? Easy Stefanski. We're getting in a fight if we're on West Six with Freddie. Freddie's an There's idiot. There's going to be a fight. And I'm not a hanging out at night kind of guy. I'd rather have a sit-down dinner. And I'd much rather hang with the intelligent Stefanski than that. There was almost Freddy. a fight at the NFL Combine with Stefanski. Or, I'm sorry, with yeah. Freddie. There will most certainly be a fight on West oh, Six yeah. Street. Freddie's a dope. With Freddie. Um, yeah, but me, I'm in this for a good time. Like, I don't know how much a good time a steak dinner with Kevin get, is. I love Kevin. Even if you get punched in the face and arrested. But yeah, I'm good with that. That's a story. <laughs> so let me tell you about the night Freddie and I painted West Six. What yeah. if I have to write that story, though? I don't <laughs> want to okay. write that story. I'll get, some, I'll get some bias, some friend bias here. Right, 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 right. I'm going to go with... I'm gonna go with it's a life is about experience. I'm gonna go with Freddie. I'm gonna go with Freddie. Yeah, he'll, have a, he'll have a good time out. Yeah, we're the I, clubbers. I to, uh, you're, you're a you're going out with Freddie. Ten years ago, yeah. No, Twenty years and, ago. And you know what? You can take the dude out of the nightclub, but <laughs> right. you can't take the nightclub right. out of the dude. You're going with us. Yeah. Bull and I think you should join us. No, I'm not. That's gonna I'm be out. a hell of a story. I mean, all right, I'll go. But <laughs> the Monday after that weekend, when we come yeah. in. And we're, we've got black eyes, and we've got stories, <laughs> and, and you're sitting there going, and then we look at Bull and say, Bull, how was your weekend? I had a center cut fillet with Kevin Stefanski. <laughs> it was marvelous. Well, if Kevin's paying, I'm getting the ribeye. <laughs> yeah, of and course. Who came up with that one? If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Kudos. Yeah. All right. Team effort, effort, though. Team effort. Yeah. All these are great. All right. This is the last sports one before we get to two two ones from Google that were non-sports. So, are you ready for number five? Write some of these. What do you say? Did artificial intelligence write something? No, I, d- I just wanted to get some non-sports oh, ones, so okay. I just searched some Google. Okay. okay. Would you rather be sacked by Miles Garrett without pads once or only take cold showers for the rest of your life? Oh, I hate cold showers. I do, I'll, take, I'll get hit by Miles. Miles, bring it. Yeah. Bring yeah. it. Yeah. Does he Give have – graphic, does, does he <laughs> Censored. <laughs> <laughs> what is on my head there? Is that my arms? It's your hands. It's your hands. And oh. you, you look oh. like – uh, Pam Anderson oh, just my opened your shower curtain. Yeah. And you saw that she was standing there with nothing on. Well, she'd be impressed. So, <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm going with the cold showers. I am, I'm not taking no hit. Yeah, well, if Garrett. you're taking a cold shower, Pam isn't going to be impressed. That's true. <laughs> shrinkage. 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 Uh, I'm going to go. Uh, does he have equipment on? Yeah, it's Miles Garrett. As if you were... Lamar Jackson in the pocket. With Damn, no that's pads. gonna hurt like hell. Man. Yes, it is. Um, the cold showers is pain the rest of your life. Are you more likely to die 
wearing no equipment, taking a sack yeah. from Miles Garrett, yeah. or, get, or getting hit by the Otani. Yeah, but you'll survive. Oh, but Miles my, Garrett hit could kill you. Yeah, I don't See? think 100 mile an hour to the ribs. Although it could puncture. I, I would rather chance getting killed than have to take a cold shower the rest of my life because I'd rather be dead than have to take cold and guys, showers. Guys, I, I tell you oh, this. Too. I hate we, cold showers. Rethinking the Otani thing. 100 mile an hour heat. First of all, in the yeah. tough. It, just listen to the when the ball hits the glove. I think I told you yeah. guys this story when they brought in Chapman in the World Series, and I was at field level. Yeah, I thought it was CGI. <laughs> I had never seen 103 in real life. I literally thought it was CGI. Then I thought, how is Ross even catching this yeah. baseball right now. Right. And what and it's easier to hear because there was wasn't the roar of the crowd during the warm-up pitches. The sound of the ball hitting the glove was the same sound it would make if you took a baseball bat and swung it absolutely as hard as you could at like a, a wet piece of you know hanging beef. You know, that that slap yeah. sound. Yeah, right. A hundred to the ribs does kind of scare me yeah. when I think I'm, about it. Yeah. Yeah, I'm totally we suffered the, the pain of the Steelers winning the Super Bowl before. That's no big deal. We're you still wake up pain. the next day. I guess we'd survive that, I yeah, guess. Yeah, that's true. But All right, Mike. Miles. Uh, real quick, Anthony wants to chime in on this Guys, one. Guys, you're thinking about it all wrong. If you take the sack, then you can go take a hot shower when you're really sore from taking the sack. True. Actually, yeah, then you probably need the cold shower. And what's the alternative? After you get that hit. Cold showers forever? Every cold day. showers forever. Man, get out of here, bro. One hit. Get out of here, bro. Like, you're taking a hit. I'll take a hit from any of these dudes. You're man. built to take uh, it. Yeah, yeah I was like, true. come on, man. What are you going to do? G. Bush takes one more hit. He's back on a surgery table for next surgery, like 48. Back. No. He's already I, gone back. I, listen, I'm already, I'm, already, I'm already there. All are the you time. going back for surgery again? I, I, get the, I get a procedure every year. Oh, my God. Mm. Please. All right, okay. number six. These are non-sports. These are we just searched Google, found a couple that we thought might be uh, okay. A little morbid, a little fun. We'll figure out. Next, morbid. Would you rather know how you're going to die or when you're going to die? Oh my god, oh. That's, hot, that's hot right now because there's a book. Yes. In which I think eight people get a package on their doorstep, and it gives. If you want to open it, it tells you the day that you die. What? And that yeah, and and it's this dilemma: Do you want to know? Would oh. you like to know that? So that, that's, that's very timely right now. See, here's the problem. If I knew I was going to live for at least another 20-something years, no, then I'd want to know when. Well, sure you would. But if I was going to die soon, could, I wouldn't want to know It could be next that. Tuesday. It could, be, t- it could be this afternoon for all yeah. I know. Who wants to know? I couldn't die. pick either. I guess I'd rather know how I'm going to die. Give me the how. I hope it's yeah. like eaten by a bear. <laughs> I hope it's something. Manly. I hope it's not lame like a stroke. This is a very, it's a very. No, you got this wrong. I'll tell you why. How, what's your answer? It, it, this is very easy. It's when, right? If you if you know when, you have an opportunity to be a, a decent person. It doesn't matter how you go. You just know the fact that you, this is your day and this is what it is. Now you can live up to your capabilities. Shouldn't you be a decent person anyway? So, so yeah, I'm glad you said that. So, yeah. really, there's only one right answer here. And the answer is you'd want to know how you're going to die because likely that would give you a, an approximation as to when. Not if, if it's you're an automobile by your accident, you don't know when. Then it could be tomorrow. If it is a stroke or it is of natural causes, yeah. you got your answer. You got yeah. both. And mm. to you, I'm glad you made that point because on my dad, my father's dying bed, we, we had many conversations about the end of life. And I had asked him, you know, you never had to make this decision because you lost your dad suddenly to a heart attack. But if you had the chance to go back and pick 
to do it your way or my way? Because I spent my la his last six weeks with him. I was with him every day mm -hmm. by his side yeah. all six weeks. I asked him, which, which door would you go behind? And he said, yours. Because I never got a chance to ask my dad that question. That was profound. Yeah. The other thing was, when I, we were talking too about knowing that you have an expiration date, my dad wisely said, you do too. Yep. Yeah. You may not know it yep. like I do. So my advice to you moving forward through your life is live every day like I've lived mine for the last eight years, knowing that I'm dying. Because in truth, you're dying too. Everybody is. There's a fact here. Absolutely. Depressing. We're all depressing. one day closer to our death than we yes. were yesterday. Well, that so happy live every note. day. No, no, I bring that up. Yeah. I, uh, listen, it's hard for me to talk about that because yeah. these were real conversations yeah. I had with my dad. I've had 13 years to process them, and I think I have effectively. But what I would say to your point is my biggest takeaway from that conversation with Pops was I do try to live every day. When I wake up, I, I don't think about it consciously every day, but I try to live my life right. every day like this might be my last. Mm. And it might be the lasting impression that I leave on you and you and you. And hopefully those that I come in contact with can say he got the most out of his life and he and he treated people he the way thing. he wanted to be treated. And I think we should all do that every day. And this world would be a way better place. I do have one question on the how. If I get beaten to death by my wife, that could be today or it could be 25 <laughs> years true. from now. So, it's, I mean, that's probably how I'm going to go. And, uh, I would bet your wife. And she can do it, loved, too. I don't think she would ever lay a hand on oh you. Oh, my hey, God. Listen, so my wife, totally your wife shoots you in the head. <laughs> Hey. Well, that no, could be you today. Know what? That could be useful information too, because then you divorce. <laughs> and you well, might then she's change, definitely going to shoot you in the head. <laughs> would you have the ability to void your death? Like, if you knew you were going to die in a car crash, you never get in a car. Never get in a car again, and then you're, you're safe. Yeah. I guess. Earl, Earl wants to chime in on this one. That's a great question. That's a depressing Yo, so we, topic, and I hate you guys for. No, it's not depressing, man. We just got to have some fun with it. So, Jason, I'm going to need you to be the guy that tells the story. I said I want to know how, because like, if I die by getting bit by a poisonous spider. Seeing that everything I've overcome, somebody got to change the narrative. You got to go tell somebody I was in the hood, I got caught in the drive-by, and it took me out. Yeah, like, like I can't, I can't, man. A spider? I know. Everything I've been through. And then every time you see a spider, the rest of your life you're gonna go. Ah! Yeah, man. So, so, I do that already. Somebody change the story. Let them know. Are there that, any that poison spiders in you know in this part of the country? Yeah, that can I got bit by a poison spider. Brown recluse spiders will get you. In Cleveland, the only stitches I ever pretty, got in my life. I'm, I'm pretty sure brown recluse sp spiders. Uh, can live in in Ohio. I'm wow. pretty sure they can. Do you do you know that uh, my wife used to fight spiders in the jungle of the Philippines when she was younger? What do you mean? She as used as to a fight? hobby? What does that mean? Or out of necessity? <laughs> no, like she used to she used to fight them. Like, like I'm, guys, what, is, what like, are you like, doing today? I'm one, going to the jungle to fight. What is no, that? No, 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 no. fight them. So she fight a spider. They will capture spiders, yeah. right? Boxing matches. And then they would starve the spiders, and then the spiders would then like fight each other like in like oh so like she was oh like, she wasn't fighting pit, a spider like, herself pit bulls but spiders yes but like spiders. cock fighting but yeah spiders. like it's got, is that illegal in america probably but you know what though that would be i imagine those spiders were the size of your hand oh and they were they were it could probably be entertaining to watch yeah it, they, they need like some video games or something nah, nah bro <laughs> the the Philippines. boy this she grew up that's in, true because we don't here because of yeah like i've never heard of watching <laughs> spiders spider? I, I thought she was lying at first i'd say you lying she's like she and you could she snapped went all back into it she's like yeah what you gotta do <laughs> is you got to starve them for three days. I said, how the hell do you stick your head in a jar with a huge spider and he ain't ate nothing? Yeah. 
you grow a bond with him. I say, uh, no, but wow. that's crazy. We that sounds like I hate spiders so much. Yeah, it's the I, one I thing don't I can't hate do. Them, but I don't I, love them either. Oh yeah, there you go. There you go. There it is. I got my bathing suits. Bro, it's got your logo on it. Look. And you hired this girl to. Let me yeah. see this, G. This is unbelievable. We have one more after we're done passing around. Do you have your own suit. line of automobiles too? Uh, I don't have my. I don't have uh, my own line of automobiles. We'll pull this back up so you can get this. Um, there you go. There's, there's my, these are my bathing suits. By the way, I gotta see this. This is incredible. You're dabbling in some weird stuff, bro. <laughs> Stroke. Yeah, did this, you design this girl? Did you design the bikinis? Yes. Girl? Found her on back. You designed them. Yes, I designed them. Dude, this girl's smoking hot. How? Like who? Oh, Fiverr. You can get people on Fiverr. You can Fiverr. What is Fiverr? Yeah, look, Fiverr is is where where you can um like if Hire I was people. looking for a cartoonist or yeah. something, I'll show you so it don't look creeper. Let me let me pull it up so I look like and a it creeper. It kind of looks creeper. <laughs> it looks creeper, but but, but I do show sell this. Show me so I won't think it is creeper. So. It's not, it's oh, not oh, 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 <laughs> you enter the room. You go to the drive-thru to order, put your order in. all the time, though. I'm like yeah. having a CPAP mask. Look, uh, yeah, I, yeah, trust me. <laughs> I did a sleep study one time. No, give me, give me Yoda. Yoda. Sleep study is the worst. Oh God. What is a sleep study? You go in and to find out if you need a CPAP machine. You got to sleep. They cook up all these wires to you, and then you and they make asleep? you go to sleep at like eight o'clock. How do you? They give you a sleep aid. I don't no. remember, but you, I, they yeah. don't give you a sleep no. aid. And then they study your brain waves and all this I stuff. I don't want no one studying my brain waves. <laughs> it's horrible. It's terrible. It's bad. And study brain wrist. waves, you will. <laughs> yeah, I don't want to talk like Yoda. That's Yoda. awful. That's awful. I, Duke. Your wife shoots you in the head, you will. <laughs> <laughs> Did you find the picture that's going to prove you're not a creeper? Yes, I got all Gee, of them. Gee, Bush, a pervert he is. <laughs> <laughs> you stay away from me. And Pretty Gee Bush Yoda. looks for that. I got to remind you one more time. Oh, it's 12 o'clock lunch hour is brought to you by Collie Gracing. Collie Gracing, the official NASCAR team of Northeast Ohio. So listen, this is my one, mm. this is my one piece bathing suit, McNuggets. I, I got the C's on it. Give it C's on it. Get, zoom in on that. I designed them. I didn't sew them, but as you can see. Oh, yeah, that looks way less creepy. Look. <laughs> it's pretty awesome, though. Look, I, I we, we, look, look, hold on, give me my two-piece. Give me my two-piece. Whatever gave you the idea to... There you go. Is there a big demand for these? Have you sold any of these the Yes. Come on. I've never seen one at the beach. <laughs> listen, I, listen I, sell these, I sell these in the Philippines. Oh. And whoa. in Thailand. So and all Vietnam. over the, I just imagine a beach in the Philippines where there's like hundreds of women pandas. wearing these pandas <laughs> everywhere. You know what? That culture does love them some pandas. Like it's it's like it's it's freaking awesome. What are you talking about? Like this is. This What's is your great. total sales? I sound like I'm on Shark Tank. Yeah, right. What are your total sales? I would have to look it up with Shopify. Are we talking hundreds of thousands, thousands, mm, hundreds? No, I probably safe guesstimate. Um, IRS, Uncle Sam, don't come after me. I do pay you. Stop playing with me. Um, I would say probably <laughs> since I started doing clothing, I probably may have sold. Let's say I started doing clothing. About 35000 I don't even know who you are anymore. 35000 He's, a, he's, he's a bikini mogul, and I never knew it. Oh, my God. That was yeah, worse I than do, I, I do. Hey, yeah, I got to go. 
Go ahead. Apparently, my wife is watching, and she said, you aren't the husband I would kill, but I could be convinced otherwise. <laughs> <laughs> so, treading lightly the rest of the day. Right. Look, I like, like her sense of humor. I, I, I like her, too. I like it. I like it. Yeah, these guys. Bush, you got your hands in everything, man. I, listen, I, I'm not going to lie. McNuggets was like, bro, first day he met me, he was like, you kind of strange. I was like, I know. <laughs> I'm kind of weird, but you'll get you'll get. Well, a hold I, of I was I was a little weirded out when you said that you watch YouTube videos on makeup tips. I do listen. And then you, I do. And, yeah. And you do makeup. Yeah. Like and I, I said do. why, and he goes because I didn't like the way my ex wore her makeup. I didn't like it at all. It He's a Renaissance t- man. He I was really like, is. Her eyebrows were a C. Has anybody seen that movie with Danny DeVito, Renaissance? Yes, man. it was it was one of the best. It's one of the best. Movie. Shout out to the thousands and thousands and thousands of people watch today. We are back tomorrow yeah, a big day. with a full review of the Browns' first two weeks of free agency. If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day.